Hi, Christian. Hi, Nico. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Enjoying, uh, yeah, enjoying the Danish spring and, and looking forward to the episode. Uh, I know you're going to play that, this down, but uh, you know a lot about watches. You know a lot about about cars, and uh, I'm fascinated by our discussions about both. I'm looking forward to uh, to the roasts. No, I'm looking forward <laughs> to interact and uh, and explain a bit more. Uh, uh, now you put me on the spot. I don't know if I'm a nerd, but I guess that will be conveyed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's begin with uh, wrist and drink check. What's on your wrist and what's in your cup? Uh, I'm actually doing double drink. I have a coffee, and then uh, when I run out of that, I have a I have a gasos. You know this Turkish uh, gasos you get at a döner. Uh, mm -hmm. This Turkish soda, yeah. And on my wrist, I have uh, the XP uh, SPX uh, Delorean watch. We just uh, we we just launched. That's a, that's a while ago. But uh, I have to be honest, it's a bit of a bittersweet relationship right now because I'm wearing. Uh, wearing it and, and and loving it, but we launched it in. Uh, we'll get back to it, I'm sure. We launched it in December, and um, we it's sold out, and we haven't delivered to customers. So so that's why it's a bittersweet feeling that that I'm wearing it and and not having you know the full sensation of having delivered to customers yet. But we we can talk about that as well uh, later. I'm also wearing Rec Watch. I'm wearing the Turbo model, and uh, I'm enjoying quite a bit uh, this piece for for basically. The nostalgia probably is the biggest reason. A lot of this watch speaks to my early childhood and the cars uh, that were on magazines back then. So I'm fascinated by it. But we will come back to that watch as well a little bit later. Before that, tell me about yourself, who you are and uh, what's your role in, in the company? Yes. So I'm Christian. Uh, I am from down south in Denmark. We had our, our, I moved to Copenhagen. Uh, where we launched uh, our company, our brand. Um, and now I'm down south again, uh, where we moved our company back. So uh, it's been a full circle 360 experience for me. Yeah, that's the very short story. Uh, but I'm happy to explain more also in terms of the company, etc. Let me know. Have you always been a watch nerd? Has it been since childhood or did it become fascination later? Yeah, so I mean, Rec Watches is definitely the the birth of of, of two great passions of mine. So so cars and, and watches, basically, right? And hobby wise, cars interested me before uh, watches. I remember when I was three, four years old, like I had this like plastic toy garage, and it, I was a kid too in the uh, in the early '90s. So my mother cut out. So it was before the internet, right? So my mother cut out a newspaper. Where, where all the car brands were there after me explaining her to do so, I guess. So And then I sat there like Rain Man memorizing the uh, the, the car brands. Um, and then, you know, that escalated. So moving into my six, seven, eight years old, uh, I, I knew the, the brand, the maker, but also the model. And my mother didn't. So she always, when we were walking, had to, you know, look at the back of every car and, and say, okay, yeah. Sure, that is a, a Fiat Uno or a Ford Mondeo or whatever it was. So, uh, yeah. So and, and then the interest just grew and grew and grew. And then watches came later. That's how it starts. That's how it started. And then it just grew from there. Cars, yeah, became a bigger, bigger obsession. Uh, looking in, in car magazines, you saw these watch ads for probably like Aris, Tag Heuer, you know, all these Rolex probably also as well. 
uh, you know, all of these car, uh, all of these watch brands also involved in motorsports, but 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 in general as well. That kicked off my watch interest. And then when when I was in my early teens, I got my first, you know, real, I would say, real watch because it was a, actually a, a branded watch and a Swiss-made product. Uh, but I got a Revue Tommen. It's a small, small, small Swiss brand uh, that makes uh, aviation-inspired watches. Um, but it was actually a quite nice watch. It was a quartz uh, uh, with a Ronda quartz movement, a chronograph, and then it, it was in titanium, which was quite fascinating because it didn't weigh that much, right? And it had a bracelet, of course. Everything was titanium, and, and that was quite cool. That's a good package uh, for first watch, then. really. Yeah, but I guess my, my grandfather, who gifted me the watch, uh, talked to a watchmaker, and and they, of course, they had a budget and all of that, and and I'm I'm sure it actually wasn't that uh, inexpensive. It it was, you know, he, he probably paid the full price, <laughs> no 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 negotiation there, but at least it, it got me fascinated into watches. So that's basically where it started. Yeah. And that fascination just didn't leave you. It grew with time, and then at some point you were in school, and what happened then? Uh, I went to high school and met actually my co-founder in 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 Rec Watches there, uh, unknowingly, uh, and uh, and uh, we didn't kick off immediately, but we we sort of you know in, uh, realized that we were both into cars and watches. Um, so I mean, the interest also you know sparked the friendship, but it wasn't immediately that we say okay we're gonna we're gonna launch a watch brand in in your in your late teens. But uh, we, we kicked around some ideas for starting a business. And all of a sudden, in our mid-20s, uh, we thought about, you know, combining watches and cars, what eventually became a wreck a couple of years later. Um, but it was it was like a smooth process. It was not something that came overnight. So wreck stands for Recover, Recycle, Reclaim, which is the process that basically all of the automotive icons we work with go through because we uh, recover them. It's, it's, it's typically a wreck. So, so that's also a word play on the name wreck. So it's typically a, a wreck. Uh, and then we have parts from, from a wreck, which we recover and then recycle into watch components in, in one way or the other, and then reclaim as a watch. So it's three times REC. Um, would it be okay that we walk through all the watches chronologically from the very beginning, from your first model until current day? So the first watches we made was... Um, uh, inspired by classic uh, minis, the the old one, the pre two thousand mini, you know the 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 classic mini, the Mr. Bean mini, the uh, the Monte Carlo uh, rally winner mini. We made three models. We launched them in two thousand fourteen. Um, they were quartz powered, designed by me and Jonathan. We got a lot of uh, positive feedback for the concept, actually, not so much for the design. Tell us. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we got featured in the in Top Gear magazine within, I would say, the first uh, month or two. So that's a big, you know, when you have a marketing budget that consists only of, of, of zeros with no number in front of that, that's that's quite good, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so we didn't lack, you know, grit in terms of in terms of in terms of picking up the phone, in terms of doing stuff, and we still don't. Um, but the first watches we personally delivered, uh, because those were to Danes actually. Uh, so I went out, you know, on my bike in Copenhagen, or took the public transport to deliver, you know, to customers. And I remember this one guy who ordered two watches, and and we thought something is wrong because you you don't order two watches. That's insane. And <laughs> <laughs> and the guy was like, was working for Bang and Olufsen, uh, 
And I asked if I could come around and he said, yeah, sure. And, and I went to his work and he was actually head of design for Bang & Olufsen. I'm not saying that our design was, you know, Bang & Olufsen. That's not why he bought it, the design. But he bought it because he thought it was fun. And he knew, obviously, that we were just starting out. Um, you know, but it was fun and games. And um, and in the same time, we, 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 we learned a lot, which is the important part because you have to build on. Well, that's a beautiful story for, for, for the life ahead and for your kids. I mean, you went to deliver your, your first watch on the bike, <laughs> that, one of your first watches on the bike. That is awesome. That's cute and, 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 and youthful and exciting. Uh, this is the entrepreneurship. Um, we hear about uh, humble beginnings that matters. We were doing everything, right? So it was out of necessity as well. And, and, you know, looking back in hindsight, it was, again, it was very fun. It was definitely uh, romantic for sure and, um, and exciting. So we went back to the drawing board after uh, the mini watches. And what we did different the, the other time was, was to uh, look at the design. We were happy with the concept and the feedback, you know, was, was good. Of course, some people don't like it and still to this day don't like it, which is fine. We are a niche brand, so we are not trying to appeal to everyone. Uh, of course, you know, it's automotive inspired. So that's the first, you know, piece of, of, of that's the first customer, I, I would say. But still, there are people who think that we cut up classic cars and make them into watches, which would be an awful business idea uh, and financially unsustainable. Um, but the second one, we, we, we used a Swiss design agency that we came to learn and we wanted to do a mechanical timepiece for the next one, right? Because we used all the feedback we, we got, uh, from, from customers, but we didn't have the money for it. So, uh, when, when, you know, having paid for the design, the tooling, the R and D, the development, all of that, that we didn't have the money to launch the, 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 that collection, which, which was made from, uh, <clears throat> from, uh, Ford Mustangs. Uh, classic Ford Mustangs and inspired by classic Ford Mustang. So we went to Kickstarter, the crowdfunding platform, which which we did successfully. Yeah, and then we it it, it from Kickstarter it just you know that really kickstarted us as a brand as well. We got a lot of interest from uh, distribution, uh, from retailers. So we went the retail way <clears throat> and built that until 2019, adding you know new products. We launched a. 901 inspired by Porsche 911s. We we launched our first aviation inspired watch made from from Spitfire, and we also launched our first limited editions because we our products are limited. All of our products have always been limited and naturally limited, right? Because it's made from a car, and when we when we don't have more material, we can't make any more watches. But yeah. we use the material. In, in a design we created that represented the, the, the car in general, for example, the Mustang. And then we had three variants and they were, you know, inspired by three different types of Mustangs, right? You can go into our website and you can have a look yourself. So we had the P5101 and the O2 and the O3. These were generically designed. Uh, so no matter the Mustang, these the Mustang was put into this design. And we I, I think during the years we made around six different Mustangs, you know, parts of six different Mustangs into these watches. So we, we made a couple of them, but the Mustang had different colors. I remember one being red, one being light blue, one being white. Yeah. So there were a lot of different colors in play, but these were over overruled by the generic designs. I hope I didn't, I hope, I hope that makes sense so far. Yeah. 
And the current collection right now, what's available right now? It just came with, with, with the DeLorean and with the Turbo, which we're going to talk in a moment. But what's the rest uh, of the current collection that is still available for, for grabs? Yes. So in our current collection, we have the DeLorean and we have a couple of other pieces. These are all Swiss made. So that is what, what, what differs from, from our previous Kickstarter products, for, for example, as mentioned earlier. These are limited editions because we, we say so, <laughs> yay, but also because we make a unique design for every piece, which is more important to honor the, uh, the material that goes into the watch, right? Because where we, where we made the mistake about just putting every Mustang into a generic design, you know, we want to make a design that, is, uh, that, that reflects that car exactly. So what we also do now differently, because nothing bad against the, the previous Mustangs, but we have also had, with that concept in mind, had to escalate the prominence of the stories that are within the watch, right? So hence the material. So for the DeLorean watch, it's not just a random DeLorean that we have uh, obtained parts from. It's an official collaboration with DeLorean Motor Company in, in, in Texas, based in Texas now. Uh, but we got pieces of John DeLorean, the founder, personal company car uh, he used uh, and drove around in. And the DeLorean story is very interesting, very intriguing, and very <laughs> crazy. And uh, well documented. If you want to dig yes. in, you will find tons of information. It's it's fascinating. You went to so small details and so many stories. That is that is in itself is a whole book to write about. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we got lucky for sure. I mean, uh, we, it was through our network, and 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 we were put in touch. And but but yes, I mean, it's just not a car that that's available out there, right? So that was very very lucky for us, and we were happy to honor that by creating a, a watch design, which we think is, uh, is is very cool as well. And then we have the turbo. Yes, that's a new product. Um, when you look at other watch brands uh, that are automotive inspired. <clears throat> they are still very uh, classic and, and perhaps even Scandinavian without, e uh, without even having a Scandinavian or origin. But compared to our watches, they are maybe a bit uh, classic. And we with the Turbo and the, and the Toro, which we launched uh, recently, we wanted to make a product that is automotively inspired uh, without, without being inspired from a certain car. These are inspired by a certain era of cars. So the Turbo is inspired by turbo cars of the 80s so it features you know a plastic uh, uh, dial <laughs> like a swatch basically uh, because plastic was the wonder tool of the 80s you know hence the swatch watch as well <laughs> but the, in automotive use as well all the dashboards in the 80s were replaced by plastic instead of you know wood or veneer or leather or premium materials you use plastic that was the wonder wonder tool of the 80s and, you know, so we wanted to use materials that were resembling that era <clears throat> and also create a design that resembled uh, the cars of that time. So the, so, so the plastic dial has lerves, you know, these slaps, uh, slats are into the, in, into the dial, like the cars of that time. You have the DeLorean, you had your Ferraris, you had your Lamborghinis with this rear window, your rear window sealed off. You had your Mitsubishi's, a lot of cars, you have the Saab even as a, as a Scandinavian yes. car. The Saab 900 uh, Turbo, you know, you had these. It didn't do anything for aerodynamics. It just looked cool. <laughs> and we thought, okay, that's cool. Let's try to, to use this in a watch design. So, so that's, the, that's, that's, that's the concept of the Turbo watches. And the same with the Tura. 
we try to uh, uh, take elements from a certain car. This is the 1960s, and it's the, the focus has been Grand Tourers. So it's more like a classic organic design that resembles the, the shape of the cars of that era. You have your Jaguar E-Type, you have your uh, SL300, you know, the Mercedes. You have a lot of cars that, that are, you know, that kind of car, and we wanted to make a design that resembles those cars in general. Yeah. I understand watch nerds are not your primary target, uh, or are they? What, what people do buy your watches? Do you have any overview of, of that? Our main customer is um, one is, is either a car enthusiast or a watch enthusiast, right? Uh, but I will say watch enthusiasts can a bit can be a bit more, you know, um, spec focused. Yes. <laughs> yes. Again, I have the, the biggest respect for brands who does this, but we are not that you know focused on on, on that gap in the market. Our gap is is, is a different one, right? So um, so no, we are not a spec brand, uh, and we will never be uh, because that would miss the target completely if we went in that direction. That said, our products we are very proud of them. Uh, we use a basic Silita uh, movement as of now, but we are working on maybe expanding this into into not not an in-house, but 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 expanding this into other directions maybe. Uh, but we don't we don't do a big thing out of having a custom rotor or, or trying to make this uh, movement in-house or, or or something like that because that's not what's what what our concept is. Yeah, sorry. It's not part of the uh, story. I, I made, yeah, it's not part of the story. It's not part of what what makes us unique. Uh, that's 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 the storytelling. That's the uh, the, the design. Uh, but the quality of the product should always be there, and we we take great pride in that. Yeah, for watching this, we, we we do get some bashing, uh, and that's fair. That's more than fair. All, all the small details matter, because I want to buy a watch that I can live with for a long time. A watch that will give me pleasure for a very long time. And for that to happen, the watch has to be well designed. So I appreciate design more and more. The, the older I get, I appreciate design and the small details that are considered well. The size of the indexes, the brushing of the indexes, or the polishing of the indexes, the quality of those indexes, the overall balance of the of the dial in proportions to the case, in proportions to the to the bracelet. All that when it's considered, I appreciate it. The turbo for me, it's 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 a great example. The continuance of the design, even to the strap, I love that. I really appreciate that. So to me, my favorite right now is the turbo. Do you have a favorite? My favorite, uh, I will say, is the DeLorean, uh, the X DeLorean, which is sold out. I think it's a cool, cool, cool watch. Not only because of the DeLorean and because of the story of John DeLorean and because I, I love this story because it's so crazy, but also because of the design. I think it's 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 really unique. It's also a, a mixture of a sports watch and, and some classic elements that are a bit, you know, 80s, 70s inspired. And when it comes to watch nerds, there is a whole bunch of people that are into integrated bracelet and integrated uh, rubber straps. And this is one of the most original integrated rubber straps I've seen in a while. I really like it. And it's comfortable. It's it's not a small watch, let's be honest. It's not a small watch, but it's not massive either. It's light, it's comfortable. But the wow factor on the wrist, it's like no other. It, I'm, I'm tempted to mention a few brands that this may be mistaken for, but in a good way. 
<laughs> yeah, and I mean, the inspiration of those brands you think of uh, with the strap, for example, the inspiration is the same, I'm likely to say. But for the DeLorean, and when you look at the design of the watch compared to the car, when you know the design reference, it makes a lot of sense why it is like this, because it's not only the locks that are mimicking the, the, the car, yeah. it's also the integration of the strap, if you look at the whole car. If you if you take a picture of the car above, yes, like a bird's view down, and then look at the watch, you, you'll you see it's not a copy of another watch brand. The, there is a reason to why we did it, yeah. I'm sure you're quite busy with the project right now, sending all these watches to their new owners, but I'm also sure that you're working on something new. Are you willing to tell us what you're working on? What should we expect next from Rec? Yeah, so we we have a, a new watch for us with a with a with a with a classic twist. So we made a Spitfire watch uh, uh, previously, and we thought, okay, that's the only Spitfire watch we'll ever do because there are only 63, I believe, Spitfires around that are you know actual planes and 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 not just you know a small piece of metal. <laughs> but we actually got hold of another Spitfire, uh, so that is coming. Uh, so when, when when looking at the plane, you have very few design references to, to go from. So, But the watch is inspired by the, the design references of the plane, but also the dirty dozen watches, you know, that, you know, military style watch, uh, but with a modern twist. Um, and that's coming out, yeah, uh, hopefully in April. Last year, we launched the uh, Great Escape, for example, a watch made from uh, with pieces from the bike used in the Great Escape movie. Not... Not written. Many people think it's Steve McQueen who made that famous jump, but it's actually his stunt double he used in many movies called Bud Eakins. Now it's getting very nerdy, but you know the 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 the, the bike is very famous for for that movie. Uh, so we launched that uh, last year. It sold out as well. We're coming out with a new one this year, uh, made from uh, uh, Harley Davidson, uh, actually. Oh wow. Yeah, but it's not that, you know, uh, Black Leather West Harley Davidson Association. <laughs> not, okay. not not anything Texas wrong get against ready. it. Sorry? <laughs> Texas, get ready. Yeah, exactly. No, that's <laughs> that's not it. But it is very American and very loud, you know, the, the story. It's uh, Evil Knievel's, uh, one of Evil Knievel's spikes. Oh, wow. Which, yeah, we obtained. Um, so it is very American. And, you know, yes, there will be stars on the watch, of course. If you Google Evil Knievel and, and look at his suit, it's very, very American, right? And we, we actually we actually want to resemble that in the watch as well. So, again, it's not going to be for everyone either. Um, yeah, but uh, limited as well, of course. Uh, after that, uh, that's going to be next year. And we have a lot of products uh, lined up. Uh, in development because it's not that they are ready yet <laughs> i wish they were <laughs> just being mm -hmm. ready to be launched but it's it's a long process from from idea to design to getting the uh, the uh, the pieces of, of 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 material to incorporate those into the design to work around the process of of, of manufacturing that basically do a lot of work you know because of, because of the limited uh, edition uh, and, and our concept so so developing takes time yeah Last question, what was your most difficult project? I mean, all of them are difficult, but when we made the first limited edition watch, this was uh, the P51 RTR, so it was actually made with a new Mustang, which sounds odd, but it was made with pieces from Vaughn Getting Jr.'s uh, uh, championship winning uh, uh, drift Mustang. He's a three-time world champion in drifting, um, and he drives a new Mustang. Um, 
And when we made this watch, it took a long time to develop it. And it also took a long time for us to imagine how should we do it? How should we make a limited edition? It, it sounds very easy now and it, it, it's easier. But back then we were, it was a bit difficult to manage how, how should we do it because their watch design was not possible. They wanted the crown in a place where it couldn't be based on the movement, you know. So we had mm -hmm. to figure out, you know, yeah, everything. That was a bit messy. Yeah, I can imagine a lot of a lot of recommendations come also from the from the watch community. Like they, I'm sure you get recommendations like uh, make a Tesla watch, make a <laughs> Hammer watch. <laughs> yeah, we do. I mean, every week we have a, a handful of of of, of inquiries uh, also from from random people asking, "Can you make me a watch from my Saab 93 from '95?" And we basically tell them, car. yeah, me too. And and we, we can do it, but it's gonna. We also have to convey that it's gonna a take very long time, and b unless you have a very big budget, it's not gonna be you know possible yeah. to be honest. Um, because yeah, yeah, because of a lot of reasons, uh, obvious. I often fear that our podcast is listened by hardcore watch nerds, and uh, when I did the research for this episode, I realized how passionate petro heads are about your watches i discover a whole new bunch of people that are head over heels about your watches because their favorite cars a memory capsulated in this tiny little thing can follow them through life and remind them of the good old days and even be passed to to to, to their kids and the story the kids have listened to so many times because the older you get the stories get the same. So that story that your, your dad was telling so many times is capsuled in this little thing with car that probably exists on pictures in the photo album in the family shelf with books. That is a story that uh, I didn't picture before I started researching your brand. And it opened my eyes because... I'm I'm personally a spec nerd, honestly. I'm, I care about the crystal, I care about the, the dial, I care about the materials and uh, even the crown and all that. And I feel guilty <laughs> sometimes when I see a great watch that has just 30 meter water resistance. I'm like, mm-mm, I am touching that. But that's ignorance. That ignorance on my part and, and uh, I'm guilty of it. But but now seeing this, I can't say my eyes will be open, but, but, but I understand that it's not just us the watch nerds there is a wo whole bunch of people that appreciate watches for a different reason and uh, what i take from it is to look at my watches with the same eyes and take take that approach as well make build a story with what you have uh, put meaning to the watch you have and uh, yeah don't just wear the watch for for looking at the the time that's not necessary anymore I couldn't have said it better. Uh, I agree 100%. And that's the whole thing about our watches. So they are not meant to be uh, uh, safe queens or or being kept away in the dark, even though they're limited edition. And then that's why, you know, the prices are not through the roof either, because the quality is there, I would say. Uh, we, we take great pride, as I said, countless of times in our production. I mean, it's finished nicely, but it's not that that's not what it's about. It's about to be used. That's what it's about. And it's about us telling a story. And you're completely right. Sometimes the watch enthusiast can be a bit more difficult, but we also are, are fortunate enough to uh, to have uh, uh, watch enthusiasts embrace our products. I know that uh, as well. But of course, 
watch enthusiasts are also living in a very uh, lucky i would say uh, time because the 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 selection is so big uh, you have so many uh, possibilities now uh, compared to uh, uh, you know just 20 30 years ago when it was just a yeah, big brand yeah. right and what you can buy today can last a lifetime and the watches that come today that the technology has improved so much the what you can do with the design is also spectacular so you tell the story in so much better way today with the materials we have yes thank you so much for coming christian and i'm sure we're going to talk again about watches and uh, we're going to have a discussion about your future releases i'm looking forward to probably one day having uh, something danish from denmark automotive maybe why not thank you nico happy to uh to, to chime in anytime. It's been a real pleasure uh, meeting you and, 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 and having this talk. Really enjoyed it. For the listeners, guys, if you have any questions, recommendations, if you just want to chat with me and Christian, we'll, I will put all the details in the podcast notes. Until next time, remember, what's beyond horology is time and people. Respect them both. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>